0: And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio
1: is live from the bunker. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, captains courageous, princesses of the universe, conversationalists across the Fruited Plains, the ladies who lunch, and the people on the wrong side of the tracks. It's Open Line Friday. We have made it to the end of the week. We have survived. We did it. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Yes, live from Kansas City. How's everybody doing? My name is Jason Hutt. I'm the editor here at Sci-Fi for Me. Glad to have all of you with us. It is Friday, and there are a lot of places you could be. And I don't know why my camera's acting up, but my camera's acting up today. It would not be a Sci-Fi for Me production without some kind of glitch somewhere, right? I don't know why it's doing that uh the stone mountain weasels are here that's what's going on keeling we are broadcasting live to youtube odyssey rumble twitch and this show is available on a number of different podcast platforms if you want to uh visit us that way (coughs) death angels founder just put the link in the chat for the discord server you can also find us on all the different social media send an email live from the bunker at sci-fi4me.com if you want to suggest topics. Or if you have uh, guests that you would like to uh, like for us to invite, we can do that too. 599. Which means tomorrow. Tomorrow evening is a special edition of this show. Saturday night, episode 600, here on the program, on the channel, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, and I'm sure we'll run up against some other channel's streams at that point because that's what happens around here. And, uh... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I don't know what's going on. I got some. I got some software doing some things it's not supposed to do. <coughs> Six hundred episodes tomorrow, and uh, here we are making uh, making do, doing our best, trying to get by with the resources that we have to hand, and this camera. I don't know. I I may I may do some winking blinking today, folks. That's what it is. Uh, Keeley says, "Can anyone imagine what if the bigger YouTubers had to deal with the Stone Martin Weasels?" Yeah. That's a that's a two edged question right there, because here's here's what we run into, and it's not just us. <coughs> there are. There are issues, tech issues, uh, software issues. I mean, people have them. Those uh, larger channels, I would expect, have have some kind of issue somewhere somehow connected to tech. Nobody's immune from it. The question becomes how they deal with it. What resources are on hand to deal with that sort of thing? And and it goes back to stuff that I've talked uh, to Mindy about here and other people on staff. There are three keys to success: money, manpower, and time. <coughs> Money will get you the other two. But you have to have some combination of the three in order to be a fairly successful operation, whatever that is. I mean, if you're, if you're a YouTube channel, if you're a, a broadcast channel, if you're a, a movie studio, a television studio, if you're a newspaper, if you're a car manufacturer... You know, if you if you make buttons all day, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever your endeavor is, money, time, and manpower. <clears throat> because money gets you the manpower. And the more manpower you have, the more time you save getting the thing done, what needs to be done. And if you don't have the money, and it's kind of hard to come by the other two, because... You don't have the manpower, so you end up doing a whole lot of it yourself, and that takes time. So it's this cyclical thing where, you know, you're making you're making the effort to build the channel, you're, to you're, to build the business, and you're putting whatever time and money and resources that you have into building that business, and it gets to a certain point and that's that's as far as you can go all by yourself with the resources that you have at hand so eventually you got to make a decision do i have enough resources to continue this do i have enough manpower do i have enough time to do this right and that's a conversation that i have with many a lot I'll, i will admit And I'm likely gonna have that conversation with her again at some point. I, I would imagine. All right. Uh so is what if your business is trolling? You really need only need time for that. Well, that's true. <coughs> but you do need money for the tech in order to do the trolling. Especially if you're gonna get into to trolling with memes, because then you have to have all of the resources to collect the material to make the memes. You gotta have the time and the and the and the either people to make the memes for you if you don't know how to use something like Photoshop or GIMP, and then, uh, you know, somehow you've got to compensate those people if they're helping you. So uh, there's a, you know, like I said, it's it's a, it's a three-edged thing here. It's a combination of money, time, and manpower. And money will get you the other two. Speaking of which, I guess that's, that's an opportunity where I can sit there and say, we've got a, we've got a... uh subscribe star account if anybody wants to to do anything like that I mean there is there is a link in the notes if anybody wants to support us that way you're more than welcome to I'm not gonna I'm not going to uh, twist your arm we also have memberships available on YouTube and Odyssey if you want to join that way too and support the channel all right um posted the link in the chat death angels channel says for the subscribe star thank you very much sir <coughs> Alright, so here's what I'm gonna do. I am not going to uh take the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna post the link into the chat for anybody who wants to join the call. Let me see if I can pin that to the top because this is getting tricky on me here Pin that. We'll pin that. I can't pin it. And there we'll pin, pin that. All right. So the calls, the lines are open. Operators are standing by. If you want to be a part of the program, uh, ask questions, opine about various different topics. If you've got a thing or two to say about a thing or two, jump in there and let's. Go or as as Honor Harrington says, let's be about it, shall we? <coughs> Lots of things going on. I mean the the <sighs> Disney is back over ninety dollars a share. Uh, saw that saw that this morning. I'm curious what this TV series that they're not promoting is going to look like the uh, the animated anthology of African st- uh, stories. Um it looks interesting, so we'll see what we can see. I don't know. This, this may be a short-ish show because I'm still behind on prep for tomorrow morning, and I'm still really tired. I've, I've gotten six hours of sleep in the last 48 hours, 54 hours. So I'm dragging a bit. Uh, anyway. Alright, let's say hi to people in the chat. Death Angel Shadows here. Keeley's here. Uh, Snobs here. Who else did I say? I thought I saw somebody else. Uh, did I see Cam? I thought I saw Cam. I don't see Cam. Is Cam in there? What is going on with my camera? I don't understand. I don't understand what, uh... I I look less frumpy today? Okay. I'll take it, I guess <coughs> excuse me, all right, well, what do we want to talk about? We could talk about um well no i don't I don't want to do that. We could talk about no, not that one see it's it's kind of hard to come up with a topic that's not not political. At this point, and and I'm I'm hard pressed to uh, to look at anything now and not see the politics of it, the thing. Uh, let's see what we got. We got casting news this week for uh, the live action How to Train Your Dragon. That's getting that's getting dragged on social media because they've replaced the, the white Astrid with a uh, with a young lady of color. Uh, Cam is playing Diablo Four while listening. Hey, this is this is something. This is this is something that I've noticed, and I think I, I'm I'm curious as to how exactly this works. I'm looking at the algorithm. I'm looking at the the analytics of our show. I'm looking at the analytics for the channel, and in the audience tab, there's you know what's the the percentage retention. Basically, it's it gives me a chart. A line graph that shows, okay, during the show, this is the percentage of people that you have that are still watching the show. It's audience retention metric. And I look at that, and it says that I don't really have anybody watching the show throughout the entire show. And yet, I know, because all of you that are in the chat right now, you're usually here for the entire show. So for at least six or seven or eight of you, my retention number should be 90 to 100%. And it's not. And that has me curious as to how exactly YouTube is measuring audience retention. If I'm retaining the audience that's watching my show for an hour and I have them for most of the full hour, Why it's not showing me that I've got audience retention higher than it actually is on the on the chart. It's very strange. I'm wondering if it. Well, I don't know, because if you're watching in the background, even if you're doing something else, the video is playing. The channel is active. So it should still be counting. uh a snob says I jump in and out a few times to mess with your retention numbers. <laughs> that actually just causes spikes. Which is good. Spikes are a good thing. I I don't know how I don't know how YouTube is measuring that stuff. I don't know. And I've I I need to dig into the analytics a little bit more over on Odyssey and, and Rumble. They're not as robust as uh as YouTube's analytics are. But if YouTube's analytics are a lie, then it doesn't really make a whole lot of difference, anyway, does it? <sighs> anyway, Keely, is that the is that the project for Sam Jones saves the galaxy? That, that's that looks to be an interesting. That's a that's an interesting project, I think. Sam Jones in the role of Flash Gordon. Savior of the universe. I I'm I'm hard pressed to vamp this morning just because I'm exhausted. And I really honestly I don't know if I have anything interesting to say anymore. I don't know. We'll see. So if I stop by Snob jumping in the chat to save me. Somebody save me. Hello Snob, how you doing, sir?
2: Good, good. I'm coming to save you. All right. Welcome. You can hear me? I can hear you. I don't have myself muted. No, you're good. (laughs) All right, good. Good, good.
1: Cam says, speaking of... So, yeah, your YouTube... I'm sorry. YouTube analytics,
2: it is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it is. It is very strange.
2: Uh, You know, sometimes I'm in a little bit late, but, uh, you know, because you got your three-minute, four-minute intro...
1: Hey, at so, uh, least my intro is still shorter than Culture Casino's intros.
2: <laughs> so I can still, uh, I know I'm not going to miss anything, but uh, yeah, like I don't I don't usually, you know, I was joking about popping in and out, of course. No, uh, I know. I don't think I, and most people don't, so it's kind of weird your analytics. Right? Nobody.
1: This is very strange. Oh, I think. Am I? Are Are you having internet at, problems over there? Okay. I'm getting. I just the, had a bit of a is it is it, there. is it buffering for I don't know everybody? If it's you I'm or me. seeing. I'm seeing some buffering, and I'm hearing some some robo snob a little bit. I think it's on my end. I don't know. Maybe I've got too many tabs open. Yeah. So
2: anyway, all right. So yeah, I heard a little bit of roboting there.
1: So what's your latest video stop
2: what's that one? sorry you what's, were roboting a little there what's your what latest was my
1: what's your latest video what what have you what have you posted this week
2: oh I'm working uh, I'm working on one <laughs> I'm working on one uh, I probably put it out Monday uh, it's not really science fiction it's uh, I I was able to finally finish off the uh, first season of reacher a TV uh, yeah TV show
1: that's based on. Uh, that's Have you based, heard, you've heard of it, yeah. And that's based uh,
2: on the one with the uh, you know with uh, Tom Cruise from the
1: movies. Yeah, you're you're talking about the show that's got Alan Rickson in the, in so, the um, role, right? Yeah,
2: so it's uh, you know it's not bad. I don't, I'm gonna recommend it. Yeah, you're getting a lot of roboting from you. Yeah, yeah. but Alan that's uh, his name, Alan. I can't remember his.
1: Alan Rickson. Yeah, Rich, I think uh,
2: you know the show overall. The show is pretty good. It's not. Yeah, I'm losing you a little bit. It's not perfect, but, uh, you know, if you like that kind of, um, cop type, uh, Lone Wolf shows, he does a pretty good job. He's, you know, he's a big guy. He's pretty intimidating. He seems like you'd expect Jack Reacher to be, I mean, Cruz does a, Cruz does a pretty good job in the movies as well. But of course he's tiny compared to, you know, what you kind of see Jack Reacher as being, but, uh, yeah, there's some, uh, there's a couple of wacky things uh, I'm going to highlight in, in the show. There's this uh, portion where he's fighting. He's, he goes and fights these guys. You know, they come to this this house to kill him. Uh, there's five of them. He kills four of them. And then there's, a, then there's a big fight with the last guy. The last guy is a crowbar. And he's constantly, Reacher takes, I don't know, about eight or nine hits, which he blocks with his forearms. <laughs> I mean, if some guy hit you with a crowbar and you block him with your forearms, your arm would be broken the first time. Yeah. But he's all like, "Bam, bam, bam!" Oh, I mean, it's a, it's it's a reasonably good scene, except it's kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can get hit in the arm with a crowbar and uh, just carry on as if nothing happened. But, I would uh, If you can look over those kind of things, you know, a little bit, you're you, it's okay, right? Yeah.
1: All right, Death Angel Shadow. The story is at well. least good. How you doing, sir? I guess it's on my end. I guess there's a delay on my end. There is. There Must is. Must be. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess I guess I guess it's time for me to go then. All right. Hi, Wayne. Good to see you in the chat. All right. So, Death, what's going on for you?
0: Oh, work. You know, that's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> um just following all the fun stuff here it
1: just uh, it just seems to on. be a low energy friday for a lot of people today i guess i i
0: know i we you need, know it's holiday week i think is what it is we need something we can sink,
2: sink our teeth in some topic
0: <laughs> yeah I, well you know i mean you know i've been on a kickstarter binge lately unfortunately <laughs> i keep on, i got in on the nave the nave tabletop uh one well, mostly because I wanted the, the, uh, the tables, uh, that one just wrapped up. Um, you know, that's what I've been doing mostly is seeing all these Kickstarters. Of course the Heidi and Eric, uh, Garland Gygax, Gygax Garland. I don't know how they put their last name, but, uh, um, there's uh they, they just hit their last, their last stretch goal. So, uh, they added another one <laughs> so nice. that's good cool
1: yeah i need to reach out to them right. and talk i've got i've got their contact information now so we can yeah i think they
0: i think they still have about seven days um, left on the current kickstarter so okay. you know i'm sure that they'd be game for that and the uh, other be interesting push it,
1: it's it's funny <clears throat> we we had a conversation chris uh, chris hoffman and i had a conversation earlier this week he's got some ideas uh on the gaming side of things um and i i i haven't got a report from him yet but wednesday he was scheduled to be in a zoom meeting uh for people that are getting involved in the roll 20 site and we we're, yeah. we're talking we're kicking around some ideas for uh, uh doing some play some some campaign play over on twitch to bring back date night <laughs> and um it it would involve various different uh, games, you know, Pathfinder, Vesson, um, so, you know, what other, other ones are out there. But he's also talking about developing our own campaigns, like we write it and we put it out there and make it available. So we we have sure. some we have some stuff what's being discussed. Uh, behind the scenes I'm very excited about. It. We'll see we'll see what progresses and and how it all goes, but uh I don't know the 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 RPG environment seems to be a little wild wild west at this point right now because of what w- Wizards of the Coast has been doing to alienate so many people. They're just like, "All right, fine, we'll make our own." And Well, and doing?
0: and uh and uh, critical role um announced not one but two systems. Yeah. Um, which they just started their new stream on. I think they're on their second or third episode now, um, which is basically uh, they have a D6 system that's pretty much designed for one shots. Like, you know, one episode is a a one shot. For those that don't know, it means it's a game that you just, it's one time that you play it and then that's it. You know, Um, a module or just a session that, you know, might be four, six hours or two to two to four hours, something like that. But um that seems to be very Cuth- Cthulhu-esque, in uh, in, in uh, on that one, and that's one of the systems. That's their D6 system, uh, and then they also announced the their uh, was it Daggerheart, I think, is their D20 system. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out. It's supposed to come out in Gen as they're supposed to premiere that. Oh, okay. So,
2: I mean, there's there's so many systems. If you you know if you don't like what Wizards of the coast are just doing you can easily transfer to all kinds of other you know, there's so many role-playing there's been an explosion of them in the last 20 years since you know past 2000 there's so many different systems you can just find whatever you want if you don't like what they're doing it's pretty easy you know the only it's only legacy costs that sort of uh,
0: keep people from moving
3: I would think but uh, well, you know you can well, do whatever you want it, it kind of
0: kind of like anything when a when a manufacturer does something that Kinda, ticks their fan base off. <clears throat> yeah. We don't know any uh, companies that have done that lately. Um, you know, uh, people do start looking elsewhere, and Critical Role has a big, big, um, you know, you know, following. So they got a lot of people that might just follow along with them uh, on one of those two two paths.
1: You yeah. know, Cam, Cam, I says would think the that chat. they would. That R R P G is the second easiest boycott behind beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would think that it would be pretty. Uh, like a lot of people would be introduced to, could be introduced to a new system or a different game or or a smaller or, game through Critical or the role. The
0: of yeah, you know, hey, you don't just have this, like you said. You know, there's a lot of systems out there, and we I think we're coming on a not the first. This is more like a second renaissance uh, because we had one you know, early on in the, I think in the, uh, nineties, there was a lot of early two thousands. There was a lot of systems that came out yeah. and then, you know, uh, and then they kind of waned one by one and kind of went and went, a lot of them went by the wayside or, you know, just kind of dwindled. And I think now we're seeing that thanks to Watsi's actions, uh, we've seen a resurgence in, in that. And this one could be pretty devastating. Um, you know, uh, I, market share wise, I think right. you know the the king of the hill will still be the king of the hill, but I don't think they'll be the hill will be as large. <laughs> I think yes. I think the uh,
2: you know the RPG systems they they're very similar to anything else. Uh, you know, you have where you have the you know you build a computer but nobody wants that computer unless there becomes a software with it and right. you know the modules the content is the software and of course you know the hardware is the system so you can make whatever system you want but unless people are putting out lots of the software the the content for it then it's not going to go anywhere and of course you can make your own content Hello? but but it costs a lot of it's a lot of effort to do that and yeah. it's nice to have someone else's content you can look at get ideas from yeah. Yeah. steal from when you can't think of your own or something so that's a, key, that. th- that's a key that's the key thing that i think uh you know companies need and um i think if i were to give any advice to these companies or new companies i would say be as open as possible with people making content for your system and leave them because that's how people use your system right so yeah
3: well,
1: uh, say, one of the things that
3: hey, hey. is, is, um, I wanted to interject about hardware and software for uh, as far as the game goes was that the um, in, ter- in terms of the game systems themselves, the uh, dice mechanics and the rules that are involved um, are, in a sense, what drives the um, pace of action um it, and what i mean is that there are, the reason the other the reason other systems exist is because um people wanted to get some uh some other kick or some other flair out of either combat or of the uh nar- or, or from the narrative most most games are pretty much are pretty much Take a take a person take a person's uh, attribute like strength or might or whatever you want to call it. Throw it, throw th- you know take take a modifier from that. Maybe throw in a modifier from a skill. Uh, maybe you've got maybe you've got some kind of gimmick like a feat or whatever in in like d20, and then you roll some dice and you and you do the thing. Some um, and com- and combat just t- and combat has just some some kind of pool versus of, um, of, you know, your hit points. What's more, what's interesting is the other systems, um, which aren't, uh, which don't involve the, D- uh, 20, um, you know, I always taught about traveler, but there's also other ones like the, uh, vortex system that was used for, uh, that was used for Dr. Who and, and rocket age. Um, there was also one I'm trying to remember it was, um, there was Some of them, a, them used D10s.
0: There was a D10 one.
3: Yeah, but um, um, uh, the well, for example, the Vortex system was definitely the uh, the combat system in in is designed intentionally to avoid combat because what it does is the initiative. For example, in their case, the initiative system is designed for basically um, people who people who run away go first. People, um, people who, um, people who want to talk things out, go second. People who want to um, do something other than fight, go third. And then, and then, of course, your monsters and everyone else uh, uh, fights and shoots it out. They, so so it's like
0: fixed, uh, uh, fixed initiative, basically.
3: Yeah, well, the the thing is, yes, it's fixed initiative based and based on what your action is going to be, right? But yeah. what how? But what it does in terms of it, what it does in terms of the drama in terms of the drama is it's designed to simulate in their case the TV show, um, where the you know yeah. most of the where most of the time, um, yeah, um, my I just remember watching uh, Genesis of the Daleks again um, this week, and um, at the you know at the end of the episode um, at the end of the serial davros goes and you know and implores the um uh implores for the daleks to have some pity from at least for at least his allies and what happens is that yep it's just like the tv show the talker goes first and then yahoo and traveler, yes, my favorite game <laughs> since 1977. I uh, have not got to play of, it yet. I'm dying to play it. Uh, it's 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 um it's good. It has got a um, it's got a thing that's very similar to Life Path. Oh, and that's another thing. Um, uh, okay. the um, so you have point-based systems like uh, Vortex, which had um, you add gimmicks. Yeah, you, you know, like um, Voice of Authority adds plus two to um, it's a it's a uh, 2d6 system and you've got difficulty levels every three points anyways but the thing is it's like voice of authority it's like add your present you know add plus two to your presence when you're trying when you're trying to uh invoke your uh rank or whatever in a situation for uh con- for a convince role okay think nice. little things like that there's uh, um then there's other games like traveler which for two more or less is deadly as all hell it's class it's, it, it, is that that's classless right classless. uh yes uh vortex kind of is cla- vortex is classless but because it is point because it is point based you could kind of and they they for they had alien um you could generate your own monsters and aliens, and you use the right. same point system. So you could, in fact, do a point balance of sorts if you want. Anytime you quantify something with levels or discrete numbers of points plus experience, you know that that determines uh, that that determines. Um, I guess you could say experience or level of balancing out. Uh, Traveller. Kind of throws that out the window, like a few, like some other games, Um, like uh, BattleTech, A Time of War. Uh, That one, you know, you've got points, but within those points, it's like you buy a package. Um, You for A Time of War, you buy a package, and it gives you some cool skills or maybe some cool stuff. Traveller, on the other hand, follows a life path system a little differently because um, it had a reputation. You could die during you could die during character generation. That's, that's now an optional rule. Yes, <laughs> they yes. make that clear. <laughs> the yes. original the original version of the game, uh, yes, you could die you could die during character generation, and yes, the fans the um, the oldest fans uh, the grognards as they <laughs> they like it. Gear <laughs> deer, right? headed grognard, yeah, yeah, gear headed grognards. Yeah. Uh, w- we we like having that T-shirt that says I I used to play Traveler when my character died during character generation or something um, yep. like that. Yeah, yep, I've so, seen that. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying what I'm trying, but I'm sorry, I went on a bit long. I see. The point that I'm trying to make is that um, it's not just the story that uh, it's not just the story that makes everything all cool as heck. There are there have been some um there are some game systems that are um or some storylines that are are great, but the game never catches on. Uh one of my favorite books, uh Midnight one of my favorite science fiction series, uh the uh Wellworld uh saga, uh Jack L. Somebody made a role playing for that back in the back in the 80s. And um and the thing is it was uh it, how's it going in terms of dice mechanics and rolling? It was a hot mess. It, you know, look, but it was a very interesting story. But then, it's a very interesting story to read. But once you, um, but if you've read the book, uh, you realize that because of the isolation of all the different alien races on the one planet, how are you going to have any drama? Because if you're gonna, you're all gonna be essentially the same species, stuck stuck in your own uh, territory, or oh, because well, that, that that happens in a
0: lot of TV shows now that they're you know it's like okay so everybody's stuck on this one thing and we never leave. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, uh, where's the drama? I think if that's
1: the, I think that's reflective of uh, the the not necessarily the tribalism that we're that we're experiencing and what social media is encouraging. You know, I think part of that is, you know, modern era people are like, we have to, we have to do an us versus them story because that's, you know, that's a lot of what is coming out of society these days is Right. You know, if you're not with us, you're against us, type of thing. So, well,
3: we've always had that in games. that That's what the um that's what the orcs were for. <laughs> orcs, goblins, kobolds, um, uh, you know, basically the the quote other the en- the enemy, um, or the villains were always the uh the the uh, uh well, it, to be honest, in the game in D and D. The ones we the ones that we were authorized to kill <laughs> to yeah to you know uh, it was
0: okay to kill them because they're not human right and exactly they're, they're not human-like right you know they're 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 far enough removed from being
3: similar to us that you know yeah right so the what happens so what happens is that some again some games uh re- rely on combat uh, outright combat as the drama. Um other ga- other games, again I'll point to Traveler. Uh yeah, the the best thing you can do in the best thing you can do in Traveler uh or like in Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu is a great skill percentage skill game that has no levels. Yeah. Um the um and you
0: will eventually die is my understanding in Cthulhu you there yes. is no you know, ultimately you're going to you're going to lose. It's just really the winner is whoever survives the
3: longest <laughs> right well it, it, yes in terms of a, in, in in a sense in the long term campaign whoever um whoever goes insane last wins right. but really the win, but really the winner is do you save for a story at least not as far as your personal character is concerned right is, do you reach the end of adventure and keep the horrible thing from 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 the at other least, universe, other space or whatever from coming you delay in. Delay it.
0: You right. At least delay it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That kinda goes, you know, into you know, some of the some of the areas is, you know, people are
1: I don't know. You know, JR's <laughs> JR's got an interesting point in the chat. He says, I don't think it's so much orcs being far removed from us. Rather orcs are the expression of the worst of real human behavior, the enemy within which okay. that could be that's that could fair. be a valid uh, interpretation of of that when you look at how they're portrayed and especially given how people have taken it so personally uh, as far as what orcs are supposed to represent these days um that's that's inter- that's an interesting take i would I'm, i I'm gonna take a look and see what office dogs are barking at up up top. You guys talk amongst yourselves for a second. I shall be right back. Keep going. All okay.
0: right. So well, I, mean, I uh, this I was gonna, you know, I go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking that you know, um, you had mentioned, uh, you know that that conflict and and you 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 kind of you, you that's that's what it's all about. It's not. You know, g- gaming is supposed to be a bunch of guys get together, and I, by guys, I'm not guys, gals. My wife, my wife, is a gamer too. She she's been pushing me to run games again, and for for some time. Um, and you know, it's it's getting together, hanging out with your friends, uh, maybe having some pizza, and 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 you know, enjoying each other's company, and you know, just rolling dice, man. It you know, it's it's supposed to be fun yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it's i don't want to role play myself I, I never understood that concept of why do i want to role play myself you know? well that
3: that's that gets into the whole uh uh evolution the whole evolution of role playing and live action and that um uh i because i experienced that from the i experienced that from the beginning if you will um since i started role playing uh such a long time ago one of the things that happened be- even before uh, e- even before i graduated high school was that we'd gone to the uh bristol renaissance fair in wisconsin so you had so and that was back when um when uh the Ren- the renaissance fair there at least was more um was much more es- uh historical in society of creative anachronisms Rather than uh, rather than everyone wants to be a pretty pretty fairy butterfly yeah. or, or or whatever, yeah,
0: uh, and, and and I yeah and I there's I, there's there's a there's nothing wrong with with that side of things either, but I yeah I, I think I would appreciate the I, I've never been to a Ren fair uh, I have I have friends that are in SCA um, yeah. and uh, they routinely you know a buddy of mine back in Florida. Um, he's pretty active in that, and so are his uh, his two boys.
1: Now, do they and, do they dress? And up, they go do, and they, they, do, they, do they dress up as Starfleet officers when they go to Ren Fair?
0: Uh, not not in Ren Somebody Fair, needs to. but <laughs> um, my buddy down there he he does he does have an authentic Battlestar Galactica jacket. Oh, replica. nice! Yeah, uh, <laughs> he made himself. Yeah, he he put it together and everything, and it's
1: you know. Yeah, snob. Just he's FYI, we're getting thing, a lot of so. uh, Mike Russell yeah. from you. So,
2: well, sorry, what's that?
1: I said we're getting a lot of Mike Russell from you when you move. I just want to let you know, <coughs> Battlestar Galactica is not something that I expect a whole lot of people to do with with uh, with that kind of thing. I don't see a whole lot of BSG cosplay, especially old school BSG. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, he's big. Yeah. But you know, it's us old, like he said, us old grognards. You know that's what we grew up on. You know, I grew up on Battlestar Galactica. You know, watching it. <clears throat> I don't even remember what night. I think it was Thursday nights or something like that. Was oh, on have, Sunday night? You know, a pizza. Sunday so was it Sunday night? Yeah. Sunday.
3: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
0: but you know, we'd have a pizza. You know, they'd go. My mom and dad would go get a pizza, and we'd you know, we'd watch Battlestar Galactica, and you know, and watch the you know the the classic Cylons and. You
1: know, my dad was kind of a captive audience for that because that was the year we were in Little Rock and he threw his back out. So he was on the couch, and he was kind of stuck watching Battlestar Galactica with me because he couldn't get up and move and leave. I was like, "We're gonna watch." And you
0: were were the remote, right? (laughs) That's
1: right. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. We're gonna watch Battlestar Galactica. No, No, change the channel over to the. There's a
0: football game. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, Battlestar (laughs) Galactica. Yeah, it, you know, I, I think one of the funny things back at Watsy is, uh, you know, they announced a twenty percent price increase on yeah. all their new books.
1: Saw that. Well,
0: uh, what well, a horrible time to right. do that! What What are they <laughs> thinking?
1: I don't think they well, are. Or they, not? I wonder. I have to wonder if they're trying to damage the brand for whatever reason. I don't know why they would want to do that. But I have to wonder if somebody over there wants the brand to be damaged somehow. That maybe, maybe it triggers Hasbro to sell it. I don't know.
0: I, I, I they're trying to devalue it so that they can get so they can dump it. I, I don't. And course, that doesn't make any um, sense. I, but,
3: no, that doesn't make sense. If it doesn't um, make sense. You, you raise the value and then get rid of it. Right. Well, right? You get more could, money from it. Well, it, it doesn't. Right. Because what I was going to say is that if all the reports that say that uh, that uh, WOTC, uh that Watsi uh, and Hasbro derives, uh, you know, a majority percentage of their of their uh, er, earnings from um, from Magic and from uh uh and from uh what do you call it D? no that 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 doesn't make sense at all this is um unless unless the there i have a crazy conspiracy uh theory idea which um which i will ex- um it's just a, it's just an idea i really don't believe this but it's one of those silly things um with with regards to like what's happening with Disney, what happens is everyone everyone um, who is involved in financials uh, in other streams in that are talking about the bone what they consider the boneheaded moves from a, from a fiduciary uh, standpoint right. with regards to their stock in that. So right. I came up I came up with the uh, I came up with the stupid idea, a conspiracy idea. What if their whole what if their whole point is that they're not concerned about trying to make money? If that, in fact, they really are trying to uh, uh, conduct social change using uh, using Disney, using the Disney, all of the Disney companies as a piggy bank for well uh, big, to enact social change before the money runs out.
1: Midnight's Edge has it's done just, a couple of videos on this with regard to the ESG stuff, and and basically, yeah, I've seen them. Basically, you're looking at uh, corporations and, and not just the movie studios, but you're looking at corporations across the board that are that are worried more about their ESG score and what kind of money that gets yes. them in order to float their accounts and not how do we make a profit. It's, it's very short-term thinking. It's very short-sighted on on their part because eventually, at some point, that ESG money is going to run out because cancel culture, being right. what it is, you're going to have one outfit, and and this this just happened to Target. You're going to have one outfit decide, or not not uh, not Target, Anheuser-Busch, their ESG score got got clobbered because one particular LGBTQ group took them off of a favored list. And when your ESG score goes down, you have less access to all of that sweet, sweet LGBT money, and yeah. you know the the critical race theory stuff and all this this other thematic stuff that's locked into this ESG money. And when you don't qualify for those loans, and that's basically what it is. You're you're looking at banks and financial institutions, lending institutions that are using. Social criteria rather than financial criteria to determine who gets loans or not and if you're running a company, you have a fiduciary obligation to yes. make and it, profit it, and make money for your shareholders and when and when these yeah. companies are not doing that i I think they're they're in violation of not only the contractual SEC, contractual right? obligations s e c regulations and all of that they're breaking the law,
2: yeah. Well, Why? in this whole thing, I mean, how can you have anything else but um, conspiracy theories? Because you look at Bud Light, for example, how could anybody sit there and say, hey, we've marketed Bud Light for the past 50-plus years as American with the horses and the hot girls and all these. like Patriotic. We've marketed that yep. forever to these mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and now we're going to change and actually do something, change the marketing instantly that actually would, you know, is the thing that would mo- least appeal to the people that we have marketed for for years and years and years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, how could you, you know, who, who could look at that and say, hey, that's a great idea. Like, you know, <laughs> let's alienate all the present customers and try to get new customers that won't come anyway and don't drink beer and and don't care and, you know, it would take us years to build back up anyway. Like, how could you have anything but a, who would sit there and say, that's a great idea? Like, it's got to, you know, you only have conspiracy theories left. No one would think, would say, hey, let's market this beer this way, which is 180 degrees from what we used to do and everything's going to be great.
0: Well, and and I'll tell you, you know, Universal used to really push some of that stuff Mm -hmm. and somebody there's pretty smart because they have just stayed way out of it now when i worked there you got bombarded with it you yeah. know you you know this and green is universal and that's universal and this thing is universal and it's like uh you got sick of it hearing it all the time and it, as, as somebody who's a little more conservative libertarian side of things it was like ah uh, just keep your mouth shut just keep your mouth shut do your job <laughs> you know <laughs> but but the but the funny thing is, uh, um, what was I watch? was watching Andrew, I think is his name, uh, Legal Mindset. Oh, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he, I was watching one of his recent videos, and apparently Universal just got approved for having their own special district.
1: Well, <laughs> so. See, then, and, and, that's and that's under and the new rules, not U- the old but, rules. Yeah, but Universal has had special districts before, I think. And, and you know. Everybody talks about Reedy Creek, but there are something like fifteen hundred different special districts in in Florida. Uh, it's yeah. not an yeah, unusual lot, thing. But, yeah. So I mean, there are a lot of them. But, but
0: but 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 they but they they changed the rules way a long time ago, and Disney was still kind of grandfathered in under the old one. Yeah. And instead of just you know uh, accepting it and you know doing going ahead and, and redoing it the, the, through the new system. Um, they are, they're choosing to fight it in the courts. Meanwhile, universal just quietly slips in and says, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to, we're, we would like to be, a because the, the universal studios in Florida is in the city limits of Orlando or, or ha- has been
1: right. So There's like,
0: a- yeah, it's in the city. I used to, well, like I said, I used to work there. So you, you would see, uh, uh, Orlando PD or the cops that were on the scene all the time, Orlando fire and stuff like that. So, um, you know, my wife went to high school right behind oh, Universal. <laughs> that was the high school she graduated from. I,
2: there's, so, there's a big oh, difference yeah. between what they,
0: you know, what a company,
2: you know, puts on their um, workers versus what they put on their customers, right? Sure. Right, like, sure. Like, I don't, you know. I wouldn't want to work at Universal and have all that you know crap be thrown at me either. But um, you know, who the customer doesn't care, right? Whatever you want to do corporately, right? If it doesn't affect me, you know, what do I, what do I care as unless, the customer? You can run your you really company really you
3: want. No, the the thing though is that the reason that you, no, it's not. I don't think necessarily that Universal is doing is doing anything uh, better. Uh, let's. I would suggest that that it's simply that. It was uh, it did not need to make any real changes in terms of how their parks and their systems operate, Um, and perhaps to an extent they haven't had to rely on uh, on this uh, on money from ESG. Maybe maybe they want to have a high, maybe they do want to have a high score, or they um, uh, and maybe they just keep the things on the down low. But at least as far as operating as as the parks go and having their own. having their own uh, di- district no they've been they they uh, have been operating as the same with the same rules that all the other uh, right. 1500 1800 districts oh, no. have always yeah. had to go same playing through. field Yeah, right. Right. They've always had to suffer through, suffer through or enjoy, however you look at it, the same set of rules that almost everyone else did. It was Disney that got the special privilege. And now the special privileges are being taken away. And it's and essentially, yeah, it's basically it's like, um, it's like tell, telling uh, old programmers, "Yeah, you remember how you used to code by line by line? Those code here. Here's this thing called object or event oriented oh, programming." <laughs> yeah. So, so. And they're done that. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is that it's, it's such a to, it's such a total sea change that I think that. Um, at at all the different levels um you know disney the disney parks and also and perhaps also the the films the film the films i think are basically a separate mess but they're they've been operating under uh different sets of rules right um and and now that the rules have changed they're uh, they're thinking they can still keep going their own way.
1: Well, I think well, the other with... thing I think the other thing that you need to look at too, in terms of Universal, is uh, what they have planned for the future. Because you know, being yeah. in the district and all of that's that's fine. You're going to play by the rules or not. That's that's one instance. And yes, the movies are, are their own separate mess. But we've got rumblings now because Universal uh, Universal Studios Japan is going to be closing their Spider-Man attraction, and the speculation is that a Pokemon attraction is going in there. Right. And some are wondering if that's the test run for the Pokemon to come into the Universal Park in Florida. If that's the case, if Spider-Man goes out of uh, Universal Studios Orlando... And Pokemon comes in, and Pokemon is already part of the parades in some, in some cases. So Universal Studios, the Universal Parks have the license already. But if we end up with a Pokemon park in Florida, in addition to what they've got going with whatever this Epic Universe thing is, and then you have the, Ninten- you know, the Super Nintendo World that's going in, Disney Parks is in a lot of trouble, I think.
0: Well, and that's that's the thing because you know I did actually work at, on the Spider-Man ride back when the IT market <laughs> fell out. So yeah. I I used to work on that section, and uh, and that that's one of the islands of adventure. That's each area is it's, its its own you know themed area. That's Marvel superhero island. Well, Disney owns the rights to Marvel, but they still have a, a license to use it until whenever uh, east of the Mississippi. Uh, in the u s yeah. um, that 's why that 's why there's no Marvel characters allowed at uh Disney World, but they are out at disneyland um eventually that 's going to come to an end and uh, i don 't know if they would put that pokemon universe in, in, uh, in where where superhero island is you know or or if they would put that into the epic universe um that's where the old uh uh, martin marietta lockheed martin um property yeah. down the street you know it's about a mile down this mile and a half two miles down the street from from where studios
3: and yeah, Islands of adventure are i i, I don't know it, re, it really um <clears throat> well i i guess the thing though is um in as it stands right now for if you want to look th- at the things that way um which part which um which Universal Park is still making more money? Is it uh, makes more money in general the the one in uh, the one in Japan or the one in uh, uh, or the one in Florida? I th- I would say
0: the Florida one um, because I would think probably beats that- the California one even just because there's so much more room. But I mean Universal's doing a lot of expanding. they I think they're right. building um, in Texas
3: right uh, uh, yeah
0: they're
1: and they're, uh, they're, they're, they're putting, building you oh,
0: know they're,
3: they're they're having location exp, uh new locations that was one of the things uh 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 what do you call uh uh liberal mindset or, i mean um uh, legal mindset. Well, legal not, mindset, sorry. Not even, yeah. Not even uh, not yes, just not just in Texas about-
1: though. Universal is is they're putting a park in Frisco, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas, but they're yeah. also looking at putting something in Europe, probably in Paris yeah. to compete with Disney there. Against they're Euro they're Disney. really mm-hmm. they're really deciding this is the time to strike. And I have to wonder if they if they have a sense or some internal data or something that tells them Probably. that Disney is more vulnerable than even we're aware of on the outside looking in.
3: Yeah, and they're well, pretty. They, the, they, they are, the finance guys have set the finance. The the guy the pe- people who do the uh, finance YouTube uh, streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, my particular shout out is to uh, Mexican Iron Man, who yeah. is not a YouTuber. Yeah, right. but shows up in a lot of, uh he's on everybody uh, else's yeah, right? <laughs> culture
1: Well, see, the thing about it is, so I mean, you and look he, at these guys, you know, Mexican Iron Man, Valiant Renegade, WDW Pro, uh, legal mindset, all Tom these Connors. guys, they're yeah. all still we're all still on the outside. And you know, right, but, they're using right. whatever data you know, is out there available for them to get and, and if you've got sources. But if if Universal Universal has to have some kind of information that maybe we don't have access to that's telling Um, them Disney's in trouble. It's time to, it's time to, because that's, that kind of stuff happens in a lot of different industries. And I mean, in television, we get the Nielsen books, we get all the Arbitron stuff in radio and that stuff is not generally publicly available. You'll get some Nielsen numbers that they'll publish, you know, in, in, in the TV guide or whatnot. But the real dig into the numbers, charts, that's all stuff that's that's inside, and that's what the salespeople use right. to sit there and say, "Look, our TV, our our TV channel is number one in this block. You should you should buy advertising with us." Universal has to have some kind of internal data that tells them Disney's Disney's in so much trouble right now, and with with the Comcast deal going on with Hulu.
3: Yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, that's
1: gonna what, that's where gonna that's be gonna... in
0: trouble because yeah. Universal could just go.
3: Um,
0: yeah, so uh, you, you gotta buy a you gotta buy our share out now and we're You know. Yeah, but, that's supposed
3: to buy the the. the um, I forgot what the technical term or the jargon term they use for finance, but essentially, the um, they're going to hit. Supposedly, they're going to uh, Comcast is going to hit the button in January, yep. and at that point, all all the money of whatever the value of Hulu is worth, Disney has to pay up, regardless of how much it is or whatever they have to, or um, I don't know the the w- the way they've descri- the, basically. They'll be able to pay it. The question is how they'll be able to pay it, and if they don't have the money, they're going to have to pay it in stock, and that but, means that that means their direct competitor in term their direct co- competitor in terms of what they've been trying to do is going to own them, or that, is going to own a, I, I, enough of a percent to cause problems.
1: The thing is, though, if their stock continues to to lose value, that's not going to be a very good position either, because like you said, if Comcast owns a bulk of shares to compensate for what cash Disney doesn't have, and right now it's yes. looking at like at least half of the value of of Hulu is just not there, then right.
3: But this, they'll still be obligated to pay the right. Still going but to here's, be obligated here's to pay what I'm the saying. inflated price if
1: the if the stock price continues to stay, you know, hover just under ninety dollars a share instead of going up to one hundred and twenty, hundred fifty dollars a share, two hundred dollars a share they Disney will have to fork over more shares in order to yes. get to that dollar value, which means that Comcast could end up owning a, a significant chunk a
0: of, of the Walt Disney
1: yeah. Company. And then, and then, what does that do? You know, what does that trigger in terms of the Securities Exchange Commission? Because antitrust monopoly law, antitrust, yep. Rico, all this other stuff. Thing, I, I this is going to be a huge mess it's fun it's yeah. gonna and be I a great roller coaster yeah <laughs> right
3: and that's what i'm that's what i'm th- thinking that universal has the data universal is going to have the if anything will have the data on what they want on where and what uh entertainments they want to expand in. that that part's fine what ha- i think it's because they have the um well, let's face it. If they're in a bi- better financial status and they they haven't had they haven't had to be uh, overt, like I said. Uh, again, if I'm sure there may be ESG type money somewhere. I mean, that seems to be the wrong, wrong uh, uh, thing. Yeah. But if they haven't um, if they haven't uh, made any overt statements to uh, to ruin their brand, they're in a good. They're even. If they're not even if the thing is it's that whole um you know uh, uh do i do I owe lots of money what's my what's my balance sheet like um right. I didn't take major accounting i just took yeah. uh I just took bookkeeping, but you know the thing is if you've got a po- if you've got a positive balance on your sheet then you're then you know that that means you've got a little bit more uh room to play with well, uh, and i mean that,
0: that's what i
3: what
0: i meant by i said that they're doing the right you know they're not pushing an agenda at least on the public side of things they're staying they're staying they're staying you know the straight and narrow walking the line like most Company should this thing in texas building the thing in vegas right. you know they're building a Halloween horror and to, in G- vegas. And, and to
3: jason's point they've got the what they're what they're going to fill what they're going to fill in uh what they're going to fill in in dallas in japan in the extra space in disney in, in paris and or, or whatever or wherever they decide to go yeah that's that is where that is especially where the data where the uh data uh the user data or the um uh data from the um people uh people going to the park, that's where it, that's and paying for tickets and toys and whatever. Yeah. That's where all that data is yeah. being used. It's the um all right, I've got ten bucks. what am I gonna buy what am I gonna spend my money on? So the uh, and, and I mean as far as a company as far as a company goes. and the, but the you know and the problem, of course, with Disney is that the, um, disney is 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 scrambling to find ways to advertise itself it's trying to find ways to uh uh it's trying to find ways to be more uh financially solvent and the problem and the problem is that they're like a bad creditor they're at the end they're at the end of the they are at the end of their rope yeah and
0: and, and, and this thing that they could pull on on disney for the hulu thing kind of happened to them when comcast acquired um Acquired Universal from GE um, because a portion of it was also owned by Blackstone. I think it was the company Blackstone Group, and yeah. Blackstone said, you know, you know, they they basically said you have to, you know, you, you either have to buy us out, you have to buy us out. They, I think they owned about twenty percent, and GE owned owned the uh, majority of the rest. But but uh, so they've already they've been through it themselves, and they're not. Like, I could just see them going. Hey, you know if this happened to us. We could turn around and do yeah. it. <laughs> so it'd be fun. It'll be like I said. It's going to be a fun throw ride to just to watch the news uh, on what's going on with that. Right. You know. Well,
1: and and the other the other question about that is when you got uh, when you've got some some news coverage of it at all, are they going to cover it accurately and objectively, or are we going to still be getting spin? Uh, that favors the house of mouse and and kind of puts the kibosh on any kind of of reality you know because no, you know, but- hollywood and and the news media are all about the narrative these days they 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 don't want you to know exactly what's going on they don't want you to know the truth of things they want you to know what it is that they want you to know so it's the reality, right.
3: the, the reality check is going to come in. Uh, the reality check is going to come in January because um, wh- uh, one, because whatever determines whatever um, decision is made in terms of how they're going to be able to do their buyout, uh, and then how they're going to try and uh, how they're going to try and uh, sp- quite frankly spread the blame to everybody else. That that that's where the um, that's where the story is going to become a little bit unavoidable because right now um, the, the like I said the financial guys are saying basically that if it go if it goes be- below the eighty seven uh, mark then things uh, and we're not financial guys I'm simply parroting what I've heard from other people right. they said, <laughs> I want to point that out um, but simply that if the stock simply that if the stock value goes lower it's going to make the major it's going to make all the other major investors. Uh, uh, uh a little bit more shaky uh and a lot more shaky because the thing because the thing is um quite frankly they don't ca- they don't care about entertainment they care about money yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> investors
0: yeah yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's the thing. You know,
3: that's well, I,
1: and, and I think I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be as as late as January for some because we've got you know the shareholders are already starting to wake up and and push back a little bit. Uh, we got word this week, Netflix shareholders have rejected the executive compensation package that 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 was just put up for a vote, oh. and. We're going to start dun, dun, seeing, dun. I think we're going to start seeing more of that where the shareholders are going to start asking a bunch more pointed, heated questions of these corporations. Hey, why are you doing this and losing our money? And, yeah. you know, we already started to see that in the Disney shareholders' calls. Um, we'll probably see it with, you know, Universal and Warner Brothers Discovery. And you know Netflix is is now feeling the heat, and as the writers' strike continues, and as the the, oh, yeah. the the actors' guild, you know the Screen Actors Guild starts to do it, the Directors Guild comes in, and yesterday we got a th- we got a, a news item that uh, some newspapers uh, are going to get hit with a walkout next Monday or Tuesday. Because of working conditions in some in some newspapers. So everything could just really flop over here in the next three, four, five weeks. Oh, wow. Because Screen Actors Guild contracts and Directors Guild contracts come due June 30th. And Screen Actors Guild, their board has already said, they've already recommended a, a strike authorization vote so they can have that in their pocket and they can say, hey, look... We've already voted to strike if you don't give us what we want,
0: yeah, well, so hey, all you of know, this, maybe maybe independent media is gonna get you know more you know yeah, which well, means which means uh, you uh, need
1: to get more people subscribing to our channel. so share the share the links that's the channel, right, folks, <laughs> so.
3: make sure you like and subscribe, go <laughs> to <laughs> the the subscribe star. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and go to death and and I'll say it go to death angel shadows the uh, the admin for sci fi
1: for me TV's Discord yes go to the Discord channel and uh, any anybody that's got a YouTube channel I mean build build it up put your put your links out there tell people yeah because the yeah. alternate media we really? are we are the next wave I think maybe not we, we, maybe not we, we us, have a special
0: but... flag if you're if you're a YouTuber out there I can I can give you a special. <laughs> Special uh, special pip on your uh, or you special go. insignia. There you <laughs> go. Special pips on your on your uniform. There. All right,
1: All right that's going to oh, do it for but... us today. I'm going to wrap it up because I have got to get uh, prep going for tomorrow's uh, show. 600. Uh, Good morning, Multiverse, on Saturday morning, and then yes, episode 600 uh, tomorrow evening. Let me pull that up here for people to see. 600 episodes tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Good Morning Multiverse at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. And if you are of a mind to uh, join us on social media channels, you can uh, join us over there. You've got the Discord server, the newsletter to sign up for. Uh, Memberships are available on both YouTube and Odyssey, if any of you are so inclined to lean that direction as well. And that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks very much for being here. Remember the politicians hate you the media lies to you god has a plan for you and there are four lights
2: this has been a presentation of sci-fi for me.com copyright 2023 by flaming dog media llc all rights reserved no portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of flaming dog media you're listening to sci-fi for me radio